This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves history waits for no one. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at the mysterious circumstances surrounding the death of one of the world's most gifted musicians, Wolfgang Rachmiamadeus Mozart. The day was December 5th, 1791. Austrian composer Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart died in Vienna at the age of 35. He had been in relatively good health until mid-November that year, when he suddenly became seriously ill and died just two weeks later. The true cause of Mozart's death has been the subject of debate for over 200 years, and a wide range of theories have been proposed, some more plausible than others. Mozart was born in Salzburg, Austria, on January 27, 1756. His father, a composer and music teacher at Salzburg Cathedral, instilled a love of music in Wolfgang and his older sister at an early age. They were both taught to play a stringed instrument called the clavier, and by the time he was four years old, Mozart could learn a new song on the instrument in just half an hour. Two years later, the child prodigy started performing his own concerts. At age eight, he published his first piece of music, an original violin sonata written in five parts. He penned his first opera three years later, and by age 13, he was a touring composer celebrated throughout Western Europe and beyond. In 1781, Mozart moved to Vienna and quickly became a fixture of the city's elite social scene. He spent his evenings at masked balls and operas, where he hobnobbed with the wealthy and showed off his latest compositions. A year after moving to the city, Mozart married a local soprano singer named Constance Weber, and in 1783, they had their first child, a boy named Raymond Leopold. Meanwhile, Mozart tried his hand at more and more forms of music. He wrote symphonies and concertos, chamber music, piano sonatas, masses, operas, choral music, you name it. In Vienna, the composer had fallen in love, started a family, and grown as an artist. In other words, life was good. In the coming years, however, Mozart's reputation would continue to grow, but his family would struggle financially. By the summer of 1791, he and Constance had six children together. Mozart worried constantly about how to provide for his still-expanding family, and that anxiety began to affect his health. He had suffered from rheumatism since childhood, and the condition was worsening. The money worries didn't help. Then, on November 20th, 1791, Mozart suddenly developed a high fever. His hands and feet were severely swollen, and in the following days, he became so racked with pain that he couldn't even turn over in bed. On the eve of his death, Mozart lost consciousness after a doctor drew his blood. Hours later, at 1 a.m. on December 5th, the acclaimed composer died unexpectedly, though what exactly took his life 
remained an open question. The coroner reported the cause of death as, quote, severe miliary fever, while Vienna's official death register claimed he had died of, quote, fever and rash. Even at the time, these were understood to be symptoms of disease, not actual diseases themselves. The vague nature of the reports led to myths about what had really caused Mozart's premature death. Maybe it was lead poisoning, or intestinal parasites. Maybe he was assassinated by his fellow Freemasons, or maybe it was syphilis. There was no shortage of speculation, but the most popular rumor by far was that Mozart had been intentionally poisoned by Antonio Salieri, a prolific opera composer and something of a rival to Mozart. The theory is somewhat supported by the fact that Mozart himself suggested that his illness was due to being poisoned over a long period of time. However, he only raised that concern during his bout with depression, at a time when his health was deteriorating and he was prone to fits of delusion and paranoia. In the 18th century, the poisoning theory was dismissed as baseless gossip, partly because Salieri had no motive and stood to gain nothing from Mozart's death. Still, the rumor persists even today, largely because of the 1979 play Amadeus and its Oscar-winning film adaptation, both of which depict Salieri plotting to murder Mozart. Many viewers have mistakenly assumed that Amadeus was a straight adaptation of confirmed history, but the truth is there's no record of animosity between the two composers. In reality, Mozart's early death was likely caused by something much more mundane. The current working theory is that the composer died of a streptococcal infection that eventually resulted in kidney failure. In 2009, a team of Dutch researchers studied the death records in Vienna in the months before and after Mozart's death. They compared the causes of death in those months with those of the previous and following years. The study showed there had been an increase in swelling-related deaths among the young men of Vienna in 1791 compared to the surrounding years. According to the study's author, Dr. Richard Ziegers, quote, We saw that at the time of Mozart's death, there was a minor epidemic in deaths involving swelling, which also happened to be the hallmark of Mozart's final disease. In fact, Mozart's other symptoms, back pain, fever, rash, and depression, are also symptoms of kidney disease induced by a strep infection, possibly strep throat. It's not a definitive answer, but it's the most likely theory so far, and the surviving evidence does back it up. He may have died young, but Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart certainly made the most of his time on Earth. He wrote more than 600 pieces of music, redefined multiple genres, and influenced the work of contemporary composers such as Beethoven and Tchaikovsky. In these ways, Mozart has lived far beyond his early death, for as he once wrote, This world of music, whose borders even now I have scarcely entered, is a reality, is immortal. 
I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have a Mozart conspiracy theory of your own, please send it my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Together, we can blow this whole thing wide open. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.